Hello everyone, I'm your host Luke. Um so let's go over some ground rules before I cover this topic. This is still a very new um and developing uh major news event. Um there's still a lot we don't know uh what is going on. Um we know some stuff, but basically, I guess this already has a name. It's called the 2023 Chinese Balloon Incident. So, let's go over it. It is currently the 15th of February so of 2023. So, this is still a very new developing story, so... I guess if you're interested in this topic, stay up to date on it. I would read multiple different reports, um, but yeah, let's get into it. When a Chinese spy balloon flew across the U.S. earlier this month, it ignited a firestorm of concern on Capitol Hill and led to the cancellation of Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's trip to China amid already fraught relations between the two countries. <laughs> oh my God. China has maintained that it was a weather balloon that veered off course, but it was doing something much more sinister, according to the U.S. There have been a number of other incidents, including flying objects, raising even more concern. So here's what we know about balloons and these other objects, according to CBS News. January 28th, China's surveillance um, balloon entered U.S. airspace near Alaska before transiting over Canada and then the continental U.S. February 2nd, the DOD said it was tracking the balloon over the continental U U.S. and that the balloon had been over Montana a day earlier, on February 1st, following the announcement, the balloon stopped loitering and proceeded as fast as it could towards the East Coast, a U.S. official said. February 4th, a U.S. fighter jet shot down the balloon off the coast of South Carolina. The spy balloon's height was co comparable to the Statue of Liberty. Height? About... Quote, 200 feet tall with a jetliner size payload. The Assistant Secretary of Defense told senators during a hearing on February 9th it had collection pod equipment, including high tech equipment that could collect communication signals and other sensitive information, and solar panels located on the metal truss suspended below the balloon. It had equipment that was, quote, clearly for intelligence surveillance, including, quote, multiple antennas, antennas that were, quote, likely capable of collecting and geolocating communications, according to a statement by a senior State Department official. Uh, video of the balloon showed small motors and multiple propellers that allowed China to actively monitor the and maneuver the balloon over specific locations. 
according to a senior official, and it was steered by a rudder. The balloon's payload weighed more than a couple thousand pounds, according to General Glenn Van Hurt, commander of North American Aerospace Defense Command and U.S. Northern Command. February 5th, um, recovery of the balloon began. It was delayed by a day after it was shot down because of rough seas off the coast of South Carolina. A U.S. official later said that the underwater pictures of the debris field show the wreckage remarkably intact given its fall from 60,000 feet. The debris field is about seven miles wide and is in relatively shallow water at about 47 feet deep. Um, Navy and FBI dive teams have been involved in the search. Um, upon collection of the wreckage, the evidence was rinsed clean of salt water before the FBI forensically examined it. It has been evaluating evidence collected from the debris field in the Atlantic at the Bureau's lab in uh, Virginia. The FBI lab has the balloon canopy, wires, and other components collected from the water's surface. The officials said they have not detected explosive materials on the evidence that has already been examined. February 8th, in an interview with CBS News, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin said that the majority of the balloon pieces that were on the surface have been recovered. Quote, we've mapped out the debris field and now we'll go through Detailed efforts to recover the debris that's on the ocean floor. February 10th, the search for debris was suspended because of bad weather. The debris that was not retrieved from the bottom of the ocean had been weighed down to prevent it from being moved by the heavy seas. The 10th to the 12th, three more unidentified objects, or as we in the alien community call UFOs. Three more objects were spotted over U.S. and Canadian airspace. On Friday, February 10th, U.S. officials downed a high-altitude object off the coast of Alaska. A UFO was shot down in Canadian airspace the next day, and the U.S. military shot down another object spotted over the Great Lakes region that Sunday, February 12th. During a briefing that night, DOD officials said the last three objects did not pose a kinetic military threat, but their path in proximity to sensitive DOD sites and the altitude they were flying could be a hazard to civilian aviation and thus raise concern. The sky said in the briefing with reporters that the U.S. has been more closely scrutinizing airspace at certain altitudes, including enhancing the radar. The unidentified object um, that was down near Alaska was the size of a small car. The object shot down over Lake Huron appeared to be octagonal in shape with strings hanging off of it, but no discernible payload. February 13th, uh, balloon recovery efforts resumed. A U.S. official said a significant portion, 30 to 40 feet of the balloon's antenna array, was recovered from the ocean bottom. These portions will be going to an FBI lab at Quantico. State Department spokesman 
said that the State Department has had communication with its Chinese counterpart because, quote, we believe in keeping lines of communication open. Price said the focus remained on recovery efforts, and more photos were released of what has been recovered from the balloon so far that you can look at yourself. Um, wow. Man, that's some fancy equipment, man. February 13th. The search for the object shot down off the coast of Alaska and over Canada is continuing because the remains are located in remote terrain, uh, which makes them hard to find. Uh, the object over Lake Huron is in deep water. Kirby said that the U.S. did not detect that any of the objects were sending communication signals before they were shot down. The U.S. also assessed that they showed no signs of self-propulsion or maneuvering and were not manned. The likely hypothesis is that they were being moved by the prevailing winds. A guy on MSNBC on Monday said that the objects were flying at between 20,000 and 40,000 feet. Most commercial aircraft fly at about 30,000 feet. These objects were also shot down because they were much smaller than the Chinese balloon. No one has claimed ownership of any of them, and the U U.S. has not yet been able to gain access to the unmanned objects in part because of weather conditions and also because the one shot down Sunday over Lake Huron is underwater. There may be completely benign and totally explainable reasons for why these objects were flying over the U.S., but the U.S. won't know whether that's the case until they are retrieved. February 14th, the guy... The DOD official said there's so far no indication that these three objects were part of China's spying program or involved in, quote, external intelligence collection efforts. The U.S. is also ru ruling out that they were government, U.S. government objects, though it's still possible they were linked to commercial or research entities. Um, Army General Mark Milley uh, chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff confirmed that the first missile fired by a U.S. fire jet at the object over Lake Huron missed its target and landed at the water, or in the water, the U second missile hit the target. They launched missiles at it. Why didn't they, like, strafe it or something? I mean, yeah, okay. They just blew the shit up, I guess. Millie also revealed about the search for the three objects, saying none have yet been recovered because they're located in very difficult terrain. One in the Arctic Circle off the coast of Alaska, the second in a mountain range in northern Canada, and the third is likely a couple hundred feet underwater in Lake Huron. Uh, quote, we'll get them eventually, but it's going to take some time to recover them. And U.S. officials also said Tuesday that U.S. intelligence tracked the spy balloon that was shot down earlier this month when it lifted off from Henan Island off the south coast of China. It drifted east in the direction of Guam and Hawaii and then went north towards Alaska, entering U.S. airspace on January 28th. Given the path, it's possible that the balloon was blown off course by weather, but officials said that once it came south over the continental U.S., it was being controlled by China. So 
So here's one where it's on the octagonal object. U.S. shoots down octagonal flying object near military sites in Michigan. Uh, the U.S. military has shot down a third flying object over airspace in three days. As the Air Force General overseeing the airspace said he would not rule out any explanation for the objects yet. The high-altitude unidentified object described as an octagonal structure with strings attached to it was shot down over Lake Huron in Michigan on Sunday. It is understood to have been the same item that was picked up by radar over Montana on Saturday. At the point it was struck by an air-to-air -air missile launched by F-16s, it had been flying across the Great Lakes region at 20,000 feet, a height that could have posed a risk to civilian aircraft. Um, Gretchen Whitmer, the state's governor, said, I'm glad to report it has been swiftly, safely, and securely taken down. The Pentagon said the object appeared to have traveled near U.S. military sites and posed a threat to civilian aviation, as well as being a potential tool for surveillance. Um, three flying objects have been downed in as many days after a large balloon was shot down off the coast of South Carolina on the 4th of February. That object was claimed by China, although Beijing has insisted it was involved in innocent weather research. Uh, General Glenn Van Herc, who's tasked with safeguarding U.S. airspace, said the military has not been able to identify what the three most recent objects were, how they stayed aloft, or where they were coming from. Van Herc said the U.S. has adjusted its radar so it could track slower objects and that the three most recent objects were being called objects, not balloons for a reason. Um, asked whether he had ruled out extraterrestrials, Van Herc said, quote, I'll let the intel community and the counterintelligence community figure that out. I haven't ruled out anything. I mean, oh my God, guys. I mean, they're, these have nothing to do with aliens. I'm sorry, but it's probably like foreign intelligence gathering. I, I don't know. A defense official subsequently told Reuters that the military had not seen any evidence that the objects were extraterrestrial. Um, military personnel equipped with specialist diving gear designed for the extremely cold water of Lake Huron were expected to be deployed quickly to search for pieces of the destroyed object. Um, yeah. The U.S. and Canadian military are attempting to recover the other objects that were shot down. Searches via sea and land are operating amid severe weather conditions. Uh, Chuck Schumer told ABC's This Week on Sunday he had been briefed by the White House and that officials were now convinced that all of the First three flying objects were balloons. Uh, he um, blamed them all on China. 
Hours later, though, a spokesperson for the White House National Security Council tried to tamp down some of Schumer's rhetoric, saying it was too early to characterize the two latest objects shot down over Alaska and Canada. Definitive answers would have to wait for the debris to be recovered, the official said. So, uh, there's a map that you can look up. Uh, so the first object flew through the middle of Kent, Alaska, went through Canada, and then got shot down, um, off the coast. Balloon shot down off Surfside Beach, South Carolina. The second, uh, object was shot down off Dead Horse, Alaska, or near that. Saturday, 11th of February. The third object was shot down over the Yukon and February 12th on a Sunday. The fourth object shot down by an F-16 over Lake Huron in Michigan. So, yeah. Um, the Canadian military were attempting to reach pieces of the object that was taken down within Canadian airspace on Saturday. The vessel fell over a remote, rugged area of the Yukon. Huh. I recently went to Vancouver, but that's nowhere near. Yeah, huh. The object, described as cylindrical, had been flying at 40,000 feet. The confluence of four down flying objects in a week has raised tension on both sides of the U.S. and Canadian border. And it has also generated polit political stresses internationally. The Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, postponed the first visit to Beijing by a senior U.S. diplomat since 2018 in response to the intrusion of the Chinese balloon. In China, local news outlets cited by Bloomberg News reported on Sunday that the government was preparing to bring down an unidentified flying object said to have been spotted over the port of Qingdao. I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. Uh, fishers in the area had been told to be alert. Hmm. So here's some more information on the thing shot down over at Lake Huron. Uh, first missile launched by an F-16 fighter on Sunday did not hit the target. Three people briefed on the matter told CNN. The Pentagon and White House had not previously disclosed that the first missile did not strike the Tiger target. But NORTHCOM and NORAD Com Commander General Glenn Van Herc told reporters on Sunday that acquiring and targeting the object was difficult because of its small size. I wonder why they didn't strafe it. A radar-guided missile would have a lower 
probability of success because of the small size of the object, which also made it difficult to use the aircraft's gun to shoot it down. Why didn't they use like a helicopter then? Pilots in each situation felt that that was really unachievable because of the size. The pilots opted to use short-range AIM-9X sidewinders, which are capable of seeing the heat contrast between an object and the surrounding area. But even so, the first missile failed to hit its target. Uh, it is not clear what happened to the missile. Um, so this, the size of this Chinese spy balloon is uh, crazy. Um, a salvage ship equipped with a crane arrived in the area on Friday and began raising debris from the seafloor as weather permitted, including some of the structure of the payload carried under the balloon and the electronics. The payload carried by the balloon weighed approximately 2,000 pounds and was the size of three school buses. The sensitive components will be handed over to the FBI for further investigation. And the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, said Monday that crews have collected, quote, a fair amount of debris from the Chinese surveillance balloon. Uh, the White House declined to place a timeline on further recovery efforts, especially given the variable uh, weather conditions. Quote, it could take a long time given the sea state and weather conditions and the degree to which when we have to protect the safety of the divers. So, uh, yeah. So, just going over quickly of the 2023 Chinese balloon incident uh, page. So, once again, this is still a developing situation and I guess should be treated as such, but just, um, <laughs> I mean, like we could learn way more about this. It's just, we don't really know a lot right now. So from January 28th to February 4th, a Chinese operated high altitude balloon was seen in North American airspace, including Alaska, Western Canada, and the contiguous United States. On February 4th, the U.S. Air Force shot down the balloon over U.S. territorial waters off the coast of South Carolina, on the order of U.S. President Joe Biden. Um, the American and Canadian militaries believe that the balloon was for surveillance, while the Chinese government said it was a civilian meteorological research airship that had blown off course. Um, analysts said that the balloon's flight path and structural characteristics um, made it dissimilar from those which have typically been used for meteorological research. Um, prior to the incident, Chinese officials and scientists had highlighted the usefulness of balloons in meeting China's domestic and military needs. Uh, the U.S. government declassified information oh. 
from American U2S recon aircraft deployed to track the balloon, which says it had signals intelligence equipment. The U.S. said the balloon was capable of geolocating electronic communications devices, including mobile phones and radios, and that carried antennas and other equipment, quote, clearly for intelligence surveillance and was inconsistent with weather balloon equipment. The U.S. Department of State said that the balloon was part of a global Chinese military-directed surveillance effort in which Chinese spy balloons have flown over more than 40 nations and five continents. Um... It also further strained Canada-China relations as Canada summoned the Chinese ambassador over the violation of Canadian airspace. Um, on February 3rd, the U.S. DOD announced that a second balloon was passing over Latin America and China confirmed ownership of this balloon. Um... And then the three that were shot down recently. So. So based on information taken from a People's Liberation Army procurement portal. The balloon is believed to be manufactured by a civilian Chinese contractor. An analysis by Reuters of an article in a Chinese state-run defense technology journal published in April 2022 showed increased interest in military balloon tech, suggesting China should, quote, induce and mobilize the enemy's air defense system providing the conditions for the implementation of electronic reconnaissance and assessment of air defense systems, early warning detection, and operational response capabilities. Following the downing of the balloon, official Chinese media published an article by a Baihang University professor and retired senior People's Liberation Army Air Force colonel claiming the incursion fulfilled a strategy proposal in his 2014 paper titled Innovating Air Defense Systems, Long Stays in the Air and Instant Strikes, in which he claimed airships are the, quote, best choice for China to build its domestic air defense system. Um... On February 9th, the U.S. Department of State um, declassified balloon intelligence, saying that the balloon shot down over the Atlantic Ocean was part of a fleet of Chinese military surveillance balloons that had flown over more than 40 countries and across five continents, including Latin America and Europe. This was the fifth detected Chinese balloon over the continental U.S. since 2017. 
Um, these other balloons have also entered U.S. airspace over Florida, Guam, and Hawaii. In those instances, China was able to re recover the balloons. The U.S. failed to detect some prior incursions at the time of their occurrence. Other pre-2023 incursions had been detected, but had remained unexplained, classified by U.S. authorities as unidentified anomalous phenomena. Many of the previously unidentified incidents had been handed to the Defense Department Task Force responsible for investigating such incidents. And uh, the commander of U.S. NORTHCOM, General Van Herc, said that the U.S. failure to detect and identify previous incursions, incursions was, quote, a domain awareness gap that we have to figure out. Uh, he has promoted the increased use of sensors and over-the-horizon radar to detect threats. In June 2020, a similar balloon was sighted in Sendai, Japan, which at the time was not identified as being of Chinese origin. Likewise, in September 2021, another balloon with similar features was Sighted in Hachinohe, Japan, although this was not identified at the time as of Chinese origin. In February 2022, several balloons were spotted off the coast of Taiwan, which Taiwan's Ministry of National Defense said likely were for meteorological observations for the People's Liberation Army's Eastern Theater Command and posed no immediate security threat. So, going into a little on the detection side of things, um, high-altitude balloons are extremely hard to detect, a 2005 study by the U.S. Air Force's Air University states surveillance balloons often present very small radar cross-sections on the order of hundredths of a square meter, about the same as a small bird, and essentially no infrared uh, signature, which complicates the use of anti-aircraft weapons. A 2009 research paper by a USAF officer found that such aircraft are inherently stealthy because of a tiny infrared signature at high altitude and because of the difficulty of radar detection. Uh, the balloon's first report sighting was on February 1st when civilians on a commercial airline spotted it. On the same day, a former Gazette, Billings Gazette editor, spotted the object above Billings, Montana. After seeing reports that the airspace around Billings was closed, he had initially assumed it was a star or a UFO. He contacted his friend and photographer Larry Mayer, and the two photographed the balloon using telephoto lenses. Mayer also sent the images to various government agencies. After the photographs were published, 
and received widespread media coverage. The DOD and Canadian Department of National Defense announced on February 2nd that NORAD was aware of the surveillance balloon believed to belong to China and had been tracking it for several days. The balloon was flying at an altitude of 60,000 feet over Billings at the time. American defense officials considered shooting the balloon down, but initially decided not to fly or not to due to the risk of debris injuring civilians on the ground. Like, this is a big effing balloon, man. A meeting was convened between Secretary of Defense Austin, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff General Mark Milley, uh, General Van Herc, and other military commanders. Biden was advised by officials not to shoot it down because debris could threaten civilians or cause property damage. So I'm just going to go over the monitoring of it. The balloon was monitored by crewed aircraft deployed by NORAD, including a Boeing E-3 Sentry airborne early warning and control system, a Boeing RC-135 reconnaissance aircraft from Niels Air Force Base, and an F-22 Raptor from Langley. Uh, the U.S. DOD said that during the balloon's overflight of the U.S., it had blocked the balloon from gathering intelligence and was able to study the balloon and its equipment. A U.S. government official said that at least two U-2S reconnaissance aircraft were used to gather data on the balloon while it was over the Midwest, although it was not clear at which points in the flight path it was tracked by this aircraft. The war zone commented that the U-2's, U-2S's high flight ceiling, exceeding 70,000 feet, allowed it to observe the balloon from within relatively close proximity, and its electronic warfare suite allowed the aircraft to jam or monitor radio emissions from the balloon, including data transmissions uh, directed upwards towards Chinese communication satellites. Wow. Okay, well, I could go on, but I'm pretty tired. So thanks for listening. Hope you have a good night.